0: Welcome one and all. I am Sahib Gatyal and you are tuned in to the Connectors Podcast. Today I will be discussing about the relations between two of the great powers of the world, India and the United States. So let's begin. It was on the 15th of August 1947 that India attained independence. Partition was on the move with lots of killing, rapes taking place on both sides of the border. Trains full of dead bodies were running to and fro. Harry Truman was the president of the United States during that time. Both India and Pakistan were emerging countries which had a huge burden of developing themselves. For this, foreign support was necessary. But still, unlike other countries, Indian leaders prioritized nation's needs first rather than agreeing to everything what the United States or as a matter of fact any other country said. In April 1950, India became the first non-socialist bloc country to maintain diplomatic relations with the People's Republic of China. On the other hand, in the same year, India abstained from a US-sponsored resolution for calling UN's military involvement in the Korean War cold war was already going on between the United States and the Soviet Union when USA asked India for help the country did not do so and emphasized on the policy of non-alignment that is not to join any of the two blocks. However non-alignment didn't mean that India stayed aloof from the war as it helped in me- mediating between countries and was continuously promoting peace between the countries at war Our relations with Pakistan were already not good But when Pakistan joined the United States under both Seattle and Cento, the condition worsened and it gave Pakistan an upper hand over India. This gave rise to strategic complications between India and Pakistan. All this was something which India had feared might lead to bad ties with the United States. In 1962, that India had a war with the People's Republic of China over border disputes and disputes over the line of actual control. India was at the losing end and was feared, and even feared the entry of Chinese soldiers to the northern part of the country. John F. Kennedy was the US President at that time. Jawaharlal Nehru sent diplomatic messages to the US President asking for his help. United States helped India through military and economic aid and this was appreciated by the country's leaders. Probably this even persuaded China to not go any further and helped in ending war at that very moment. This was probably the first time when India and the United States were seen coming closer. In 1963, John F. Kennedy was assassinated while in 1964, Nehru died. Lal Bahadur Shastri became the new president of India while Lyndon B. Johnson came to power in the United States. However, in 1965, India faced another war, this time against Pakistan. Since USA had maintained good relations with both the countries, it didn't take any particular side this time. During this time, India also faced a famine and a drought and asked the United States for economic aid which was provided by them in bulk to the country. Around this time, India also received Peace Corps volunteers from the United States who had helped India in various literacy programs like those involving family planning to to the rural women, need for proper infrastructure developments, etc., which helped India in nurturing their relations with the United States. In 1966, however, in response to India's criticism of the U.S. intervention in Vietnam, President Lyndon B. Johnson restricted the supply of grain shipments to India. In 1968, India rejected the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty and faced a lot of criticism. These hampered India-United States relations. In The 1971 war between India and Pakistan, USA sided with Islamabad, helped them with providing more troops, while India during the same time signed a 20-year treaty of friendship and cooperation with the Soviet Union, sharply deviating from its policy of non-alignment. US President Richard Nixon, in a retaliatory move, chose to explicitly tilt American policy in favor of Pakistan and suspended 87 million dollars worth of economic aid to India. In 1974, Richard Nixon resigned owing to the Watergate scandal and was succeeded by President Gerald Ford. In 1974, India conducted its first nuclear weapon test at Pokhran and it came as a major jolt to the United States who made plans to upgrade its presence in Diego Garcia, a British controlled island in the Indian Ocean. In the coming years, a lot of economic sanctions were imposed on India and a moratorium was put on the Tarapur uranium plant in Mumbai where fuel supply for the nuclear energy generation was stopped. In 1975, emergency was a poll imposed which ended in 1977 and the United States supported India by easing restrictions on the World Bank and helped them in getting loans and economic assistance amounting to $60 million. In the upcoming years, events took a somewhat positive turn when a lot of films show, shows on Indian history like the movie Gandhi, Passage to India, etc. and cultural events were also conducted in the United States. All these showed how India is coming to the center st- stage in the American mindset. In 1991, the Soviet Union disintegrated into independent nations and the United States emerged as the single largest hegemon making the world unipolar. It, it coincided with India, India opening doors to foreign private capital in its historic liberalization, privatization and globalization move. This was a ma- major boost to the strategic relations between India and the United States. However, in 1998, the Indian government announced the completion of a series of underground nuclear tests close to the border with Pakistan. Surprising U.S. intelligence organizations and raising fears that the move could spark a regional nuclear arms race. The tests, the tests draw, drew international condemnation and badly damaged India's relationship with the United States. After recalling the U.S. Ambassador to India, President Bill Clinton, imposed econ- economic sanctions required under US law. President Bill Clinton made a visit to the country in 2000 which again signaled warming ties between the two states. US sanctions which were imposed after the nuclear test were now lifted. It was in the next year that 9-11 took place which strengthened US stance towards India and hampered US relations with Pakistan. Various deals like mangoes for motorcycles, civil, civil nuclear deal took place. In 2008, Chandrayaan-1 was launched which carried two instruments developed by NASA and this, is, this was seen as a step towards US-India space cooperation. Taj, Taj Hotel attacks also took place in Mumbai in the same year which stained the image of Pakistan throughout the world. USA sent FBI members and investigators to India to help with the investigation process. Ensured, this ensured better strategy, strategic tra- ties between the two countries. In 2009, the United States and India formally convened the first U.S.-India strategic dialogue. A large high-ranking delegation of Indian officials visited Washington D.C. and Secretary Clinton lauded India as an indispensable partner. President Obama even said that the relationship will be a defining partnership In the 21st century. Subsequent dialogues followed annually. India's bid for a permanent seat in the UNSC that is the United Nations Security Council was even backed by President Obama. An MOU was also signed for cyber security cooperation between the two countries. In the coming years various visits took place. Prime Minister Manmohan Singh and Barack Obama maintained close ties between the two countries. During Obama's presidency, India and the United States inked the Civil Nuclear Cooperation Initiative, the talks of which were taking place since the time President Bush was in power. So, it is a framework that lifts a three-decade U.S. moratorium on nuclear energy trade with India. Under the agreement, India agreed to separate its civil and nuclear facilities and place all its civil resources under under international atomic energy agency that is iaea safeguards in exchange the united states agreed to work towards full civil nuclear cooperation with india congress gave its final approval in october 2008 the nuclear deal completed in completed in july 2007 made made india the only country outside the non-proliferation treaty that has nuclear capabilities and is allowed to participate in the nuclear commerce. Six months after this, the US Secretary of Defense Ashton Carter and India's Defense Minister Manohar Parikar signed documents to renew the 10-year US-India Defense Framework Agreement. Since 2014 PM Modi has maintained very close relations with the United States. During Prime, Minister's will, uh, Prime Minister Modi and uh, pre- President Obama's final meeting in the White House, the United States elevates India to a major defense partner, a status no other country holds. An expansion of the 10-year defense agreement renewed in 2015. The designation which became law in August 2018 meant that India will enjoy some of the benefits of being a U.S. treaty ally Such as access to defense technology, though the alliance was not a formal one. In a speech before the Congress, a day later, Modi celebrated his country's growing diplomatic and economic ties with the United States. Two months later, US and India signed an agreement on deeper military cooperation after nearly a decade of negotiations. In 2017, Trump and Modi met for the first time, President Donald J. Trump welcomed PM Modi to the White House for their first face-to-face meeting. Though Trump had raised sharp disagreements with India over trade, climate change and H-1B visas, these issues were sidelined during the leaders' summit and their joint statement emphasized strengthening of their defence partnership. Cooperation on counter-terrorism efforts and boosting economic ties between the countries. Rallies like Howdy Modi visits by President Donald Trump to our country, supply of hydroxychloroquine during the time of need were some events which have strengthened U.S. which have strengthened the U.S.-India relations altogether. India is not a, is not disposable to the U.S. as it has always served as a brain bank for the country with top engineers, doctors going from our country and working with firms there. India's po- position against radicalism and terrorism co- corresponds with that of the United States. As India modernizes and grows, it will spend trillions of dollars on infrastructure, transportation, energy production and distribution and defense hardware, US hardware from the US. US firms can benefit immensely by providing expertise and technology that India will need to carry out its, its sweeping transformation. US on the contrary is important for India due to the fact that it is a superpower and that its hegemony is well established. In, in situations like the ongoing one where LOAC is being conflicted and prospects of war are high, US is the only country India can reach out for in a situation of desperation. So this was it from this episode of the Connectors Podcast. I would love to hear your views regarding the India and the United States, regarding the relations between India and the United States. Do reach out to us in the comment section.